Today is the 9th of October 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I really want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to move through Scripture and have a regular rhythm of worship together. If you're joining us for the first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, Scripture, and music. It's simple, it's easy, and pick it up as we go along. We start each episode with our daily prayer. So let's pray, shall we? The Lord does such wonderful things because you've revealed yourself to your children and we are here to refresh ourselves in your presence, Lord. May the whole earth be filled with your glory. Fill us with your presence and let us be lost in the euphoria of who you are. Let each soul encounter your greatness. May we be filled with an unspeakable joy that comes from being before you and your throne. And let that drive us out today, Lord, so other people may know the joy that we experience from knowing you. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we read about God's judgment on Babylon through the prophet Isaiah. And we continue with Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. We'll see you on the other side.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Father, open our hearts today. As we hear words and hear accounts of times past, speak to us through these words that we would be able to hear your voice and discern what you would have for us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Good News Translation, and we're beginning today with Isaiah 45. The Lord has chosen Cyrus to be king. He has appointed him to conquer nations. He sends them to strip kings of their power. The Lord will open the gates of cities for him. To Cyrus, my Lord says, I myself will prepare your way, levelling mountains and hills. I will smash down bronze gates and smash their iron bars. I will give you treasures from dark, secret places, that you will know that I am the Lord, and that the God of Israel has called you by name. I appoint you to help my servant Israel, the people that I have chosen. I have given you great honor, although you don't know me. I am the Lord. There is no other God. I will give you the strength you need, although you do not know me. I do this so that everyone from one end of the world to the other may know that I am the Lord, and that there is no other God. I create both light and darkness. I bring both blessing and disaster. I, the Lord, do all these things. I will send victory from the sky like rain. The earth will open to receive it and will blossom with freedom and justice. I, the Lord, will make it happen. Does a clay pot dare argue with its maker? a pot that is like all the others. Does the clay ask the potter what he is doing? Does the pot complain that its maker has no skill? Do we say to our parents, Why did you make me like this? The Lord, the Holy God of Israel, the one who shapes the future, says, You have no right to question me about my children, or to tell me what I ought to do. I am the one who made the earth and created human beings to live there. By my power I stretched out the heavens. I control the sun, the moon, and the stars. I myself have stirred Cyrus to action to fulfill my purpose and put things right. I will straighten out every road that he travels. He will rebuild my city Jerusalem and set my captive people free. No one has hired him or bribed him to do this. The Lord Almighty has spoken. The Lord says to Israel, the wealth of Egypt and Ethiopia will be yours, and the tall men of Seba will be your slaves. They will follow you in chains. They will bow down to you and confess, God is with you. He alone is God. The God of Israel who saves his people is the God who conceals himself. Those who make idols will all be ashamed. All of them will be disgraced. But Israel is saved by the Lord, and her victory lasts forever. Her people will never be disgraced. The Lord created the heavens. He is the one who is God. He formed and made the earth. He made it firm and lasting. He did not make it a desolate waste, but a place for people to live. It is he who says, I am the Lord, and there is no other God. I have not spoken in secret or kept my purpose hidden. I did not require the people of Israel to look at me in desolate waste. I am the Lord, and I speak the truth. I make known what is right. The Lord says, Come together, people of the nations. 
all who survived the fall of the empire. Present yourselves for the trial. The people who parade with their idols of wood and pray to gods that cannot save them, those people know nothing at all. Come, and present your case in court. Let the defendants consult one another. Who predicted long ago what could happen? Was it not I, the Lord, the God who saves his people? There is no other God. Turn to me now and be saved. People all over the world, I am the only God there is. My promise is true and it will not be changed. I solemnly promise by all that I am. Everyone will come and kneel before me and vow to be loyal to me. They will say that only through me are victory and strength to be found. But all who hate me will suffer disgrace. I, the Lord, will rescue all the descendants of Jacob, and they will give me praise. This is the end for Babylon's gods. Bel and Nebo once were worshipped, but now they are loaded on donkeys, a burden for the backs of tired animals. The idols cannot save themselves. They are captured and carried away. This is the end for Babylon's gods. Listen to me, descendants of Jacob, all who are left of my people. I have cared for you from the time you were born. I am your God and will take care of you until you are old and your hair is grey. I made you and I will care for you. I will help you and rescue you. To whom will you compare me, says the Lord? Is there anyone else like me? People open their purses and pour out gold. They weigh out silver on the scales. They hire a goldsmith to make a god. Then they bow down and worship it. They lift it to their shoulders and carry it. They put it in place, and there it stands, unable to move from where it is. If any pray to it, it cannot answer or save them from disaster. Remember this, you sinners. Consider what I have done. Remember what happened long ago. Acknowledge that I alone am God and that there is no one else like me. From the beginning I predicted the outcome. Long ago I foretold what would happen. I said that my plans would never fail, that I would do everything I intended to do. For I am calling a man to come from the east. He will swoop down like a hawk and accomplish what I have planned. I have spoken and it will be done. Listen to me, you stubborn people, who think that victory is far away. I am bringing the day of victory near. It's not far away at all. My triumph will not be delayed. I will save Jerusalem and bring honor to Israel there. The Lord says, Babylon, come down from your throne and sit on the dust of the ground. You were once like a virgin, a city unconquered. But you are soft and delicate no longer. Now you are a slave. Turn the millstone, grind the flour. Off with your veil, strip off your fine clothes, lift up your skirts to cross the stream. People will find you naked. They will see you humbled and shamed. I will take vengeance and no one will stop me. The Holy God of Israel sets us free. His name is the Lord Almighty. The Lord says to Babylon, Sit in silence and darkness. No more will they call you the Queen of Nations. I was angry with my people. I treated them as no longer mine. I put them in your power and you showed them no mercy. Even the aged you treated harshly. You thought you would always be a queen and did not take these things to heart or think how it would end. Listen to this, you lover of pleasure. You think that you are safe and secure. 
You claim that you are as great as God, that there is no one else like you. You thought that you would never be a widow or suffer the loss of your children. But in a moment, in a single day, both of these things will happen. In spite of all the magic you will use, you will lose your husband and children. You felt sure of yourself in your evil. You thought that no one could see you. Your wisdom and knowledge led you astray, and you said to yourself, I am God. There is no one else like me. Disaster will come upon you, and none of your magic can stop it. Ruin will come on you suddenly, ruin you never dreamed of. Keep all your magic spells and charms. You've used them since you were young. Perhaps they will be of some help to you. Perhaps you can frighten your enemies. You are powerless in spite of the advice you get. Let your astrologers come forward and save you. Those people who study the stars, who map out the zones of the heavens and tell you from month to month what is going to happen to you. They will be like bits of straw, and a fire will burn them up. They will not even be able to save themselves. The flames will be too hot for them, not a cozy fire to warm themselves by. This is all the good they will do for you, those astrologers you've consulted all your life. They all will leave you and go their own way, and none will be left to save you. Listen to this, people of Israel, you that are descended from Judah. You swear by the name of the Lord and claim to worship the Lord God of Israel. But you don't mean a word you say. And yet you are proud to say that you are citizens of the holy city, and that you depend on Israel's God, whose name is the Lord Almighty. The Lord says to Israel, Long ago I predicted what would take place, then suddenly I made it happen. I knew you would prove to be stubborn, as rigid as iron and yielding as bronze. So I predicted your future long ago, announcing events before they took place, to keep you from claiming that your idols and images made them happen. All I foretold has now taken place. You have to admit my predictions were right. Now I will tell you of new things to come, events that I did not reveal before. Only now am I making them happen. Nothing like this took place in the past. If it had, you would claim that you knew all about it. I knew that you could not be trusted, that you have always been known as a rebel. That is why you never heard of this at all why no word of it has come to your ears. In order that people will praise my name, I am holding my anger in check. I am keeping it back and will not destroy you. I have tested you in the fire of suffering, as silver is refined in a furnace. But I have found that you are worthless. What I do is done for my own sake. I will not let my name be dishonored, or let anyone else share the glory that should be mine and mine alone. The Lord says, Listen to me, Israel, the people I have called. I am God, the first, the last, the only God. My hands made the earth's foundations and spread the heavens out. When I summon earth and sky, they come at once and present themselves. Assemble and listen, all of you. None of the gods could predict that the man I had chosen would attack Babylon. He will do what I want him to do. I am the one who spoke and called him. I led him out and gave him success. Now come close to me and hear what I say. From the beginning I have spoken openly and have always made my words come true. Now the Sovereign Lord has given me his power and sent me. The Holy God of Israel, the Lord who saves you, says, I am the Lord your God. 
the one who wants to teach you for your own good and direct you on the way you should go. If only you had listened to my commands, then blessing would have flowed for you like a stream that never goes dry. Victory would have come to you like waves that roll on the shore. Your descendants will be as numerous as the grains of sand, and I would have made sure they were never destroyed. Go out from here, Babylon. Go free. Shout the news gladly. Make it known everywhere. The Lord has saved his servant Israel. When the Lord led his people through a hot, dry desert, they did not suffer from thirst. He made water come out of a rock for them. He split the rock open and water flowed out. There is no safety for sinners, says the Lord. 2 Corinthians 8 Our friends, we want you to know what God's grace has accomplished in the churches in Macedonia. They have been severely tested by the troubles they went through, but their joy was so great that they were extremely generous in their giving, even though they were poor. I can assure you that they gave as much as they could, and even more than they could. Of their own free will, they begged us and pleaded for the privilege of having a part in helping God's people in Judea. It was more than we could have hoped for. Firstly, they gave themselves to the Lord, and then by God's will they gave themselves to us as well. So we urge Titus, who began this work, to continue it and help you complete the special service of love. You are so rich in all you have, in faith, speech and knowledge, in your eagerness to help and in your love for us. So we want you to be generous also in this service of love. I am not laying down any rules, but by showing how eager others are to help, I am trying to find out how real your own love is. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Rich as he was, he made himself poor for our sake, in order to make you rich by means of his poverty. My opinion is that it is better for you to finish now what you began last year. You were the first, not only to act, but also to be willing to act. On with it then and finish the job. Be as eager to finish it as you were to plan it, and do it with what you have now. You are eager to give. God will accept your gift on the basis of what you have to give, not on what you don't have. I'm not trying to relieve others by putting a burden on you. But since you have plenty at this time, it is only fair that you should help those who are in need. Then, when you are in need and they have plenty, they will help you. In this way, both are treated equally. As the scripture says, the one who gathered much did not have too much, and the one who gathered little did not have too little. How we thank God for making Titus as eager as we are to help you. Not only did he welcome our request, he was so eager to help that of his own free will he decided to go to you. With him we are sending the brother who is highly respected in all the churches for his gift in preaching the gospel. And besides that, he has been chosen and appointed by the churches to travel with us as we carry out the service of love for the sake of God's glory and in order to show that we want to help. We are being careful not to stir up any complaints about the way we handle this generous gift. Our purpose is to do what is right, not only in the sight of the Lord, but also in the sight of others. So we are sending our brother with them. We have tested him many times and found him always very eager to help. And now that he has so much confidence in you, he is all the more eager to help. 
As for Titus, he is my partner and works with me to help you. As for the other brothers who are going with him, they represent the churches and bring glory to Christ. Show your love to them, so that all the churches will be sure of it, and know that we are right in boasting about you. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that may just have stood up and caught our attention. And then after the music, we're going to pray. Before we say our prayers for today, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email. If you go into the show notes, the links are all in the show notes. If you click the link, it'll take you to wherever you need to go. Let's pray, shall we? Lord God, we thank you for giving us a strong fortress in Jesus the only Lord with whom we can oppose the whole raging, hateful, lawless, and cruel world. Come what may, Lord, we want to hold high the banner of Jesus Christ. In Him we want to wait for the time when Your mighty deeds will fully establish Your kingdom for all nations on earth. You are our God and Father. Protect us, and give light to our hearts, so that we can always be joyful, and can hope in You forevermore. Amen. Ever-present God, you meet us in the borderlands, in places neither here nor there, at times when we are well out of our comfort zone. Even if we don't know where we're going, 
when we feel most lost you are there. And for that we thank you, Lord. You meet each of us where we are, and many of us in our need. People marginalized by illness, not wanting to be a burden. Those who see their poverty or problems as unacceptable. Feeling rejected with faltering self-worth. Lord, it was in the borderlands that Jesus met a band of lepers, whose livelihood was begging, whose status was untouchable, and touched their lives with hope. But it was one of the Samaritans, the one most of all who was an outsider, who turned back to give thanks. And so, Father, we thank you for all that we can learn from our sisters and brothers who live on the edge, in poverty, in the borderlands, about gratitude, grace, and healing hope. Thank you, Father God. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.